0: Writer-director Lawrence Michael Levine delivers an experimental meta-melodrama. Audrey Plaza stars as Allison, a filmmaker visiting a remote B&B to find inspiration for her new film. The ensuing love triangle with her host, Gabe and Blair, creates a fertile ground to explore themes of jealousy, insecurity, and deceit. But does she find her next movie? This is Black Bear. fuck is going on?
1: What's going on? I don't understand. What's going on with you? I've been doing like 15 takes every time, every scene, and you're only asking Blair to do three.
0: Are you counting takes?
1: I don't have to count takes. I'm in the scenes.
0: We're losing light, you know that. We're losing time. We are. Why are you crying? Why?
1: I'm sorry.
0: I do less takes with Blair because when I tell her to do something, she actually does it. You know? Is that good enough for you? I just wanted to do one more. So do the take. Don't do the take. I I don't I don't give a shit. Okay? Because it's your fucking face it's going to be on camera. And scene.
1: <laughs> nice.
0: So this is Black Bear. Um, how are you doing today, Camellia?
1: I'm good. Thank good. you for asking. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. You're enjoying your your first day off in a week?
1: Yes, yes I am.
0: <laughs> good. We're going to go do an escape room later. That'll be fun. It's going
1: to be really fun.
0: But right now we're going to talk a little Black Bear. Um, as mentioned in the introduction, this one is uh held down by Audrey Plaza and uh she Crushed, crushed it, it.
1: crushed I it i thought
0: she was just killer um
1: fantastic
0: We'll we'll get into more uh, about about her performance in yeah. fact all of the leads in this i thought just made the movie i, I thought, thought it was it amazing was, mm-hmm. they were all great there yeah. were all the, the performances and the dialogue were the strong points of this film yes so other than audrey plaza we also have chris abbott playing mm-hmm. gabe and he was killer. He yeah. was, I mean, they were all great. And then Blair was played by Sarah Gatton. Um I, uh, have you seen Enemy?
1: No, I have not.
0: Now, that's a really weird, cool movie. That's mm. a Dennis Villanueva uh, thing with, uh, uh, what's his face? Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, cool! Is in that one, and it's really cool. You would love it. We should probably cover yeah. it in this, this podcast because it. it it, it's the got list. a lot to talk about. It's got some really weird stuff. But anyway, she's in that. Cool. And she was good in that too. The, mm-hmm. the smaller part. I mean, I really loved her in this, though. I mean, she really got my attention. Um, also uh, mentioned in the in the intro. Um, this is directed and written by Lawrence Michael Levine. This is my first film that I saw of his. He's done other things. Um, again, this got my attention, so I'm looking out for more of his work. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. definitely. Um, and then another cast and crew note, I, I wanted to to point out the... I, I thought the music stood out, too. Mm-hmm. I thought the music was really interesting. Um, all the original music was done by an Italian composer, multi-instrumentalist, Giulio Carmasi, mm-hmm. and he teamed up with a uh Brooklyn, New York musician named Brian Scary. <laughs> and I checked out some of Brian Scary's original music, and he's got a band. You can check it out on Spotify called Brian Scary and the Shredding Tears.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: On the album, uh, he's also a multi instrumentalist, mm. and he plays all the instruments except for the drums and does all the vocals. And I've only listened to one song so far, just to check it out, called Venus Ambassador. (laughs) And I played a little bit for you before we started recording, and I loved it. I cannot wait to listen to more of his music. It Mm -hmm. was a weird mashup. It sounded like John Lennon and Supertramp had a baby, and Frank Zappa delivered the baby.
1: (laughs) Very well put. It It was
0: just... Um, all stuff I love. And then very theatrical a la Queen. Mm-hmm. So Yes. I'm really interested in checking out more of that. Um another before we get into the to the movie and breaking it down, I did want to talk a little bit about the music. Do you remember it well? A little
1: bit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um the 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 themes in it was a, it was a lot of uh the the main black bear theme was just kind of a piano right. doing these slow arpeggios, mm-hmm. which is kind of Suspenseful and yeah. and and kind of creepy and, and it definitely really,
1: horror. It de- Felt de- like
0: horror. What you'd expect in a thriller, mm-hmm. definitely. Thriller. Yeah, definitely. Um, but but other things that give it unique flavor. Uh, they even wrote. Uh, remember the scene where they danced the foxtrot? Yes. They even did that. They yeah. did. They did all the music on this thing. Oh, cool. And um, there's, I listened to the whole the whole score. It's also in Spotify, and I caught some similarities to. Angelo Balladimente. Mm. Um, uh, that's Lynch's yes. composer mm-hmm. who he's worked Love with on everything. Him. Mm-hmm. Love him. Uh, Angelo Balladimente. And I don't know if it's just like an Italian connection here or what. <laughs> but I think it was more than that. And we'll get into that when we talk about the movie. But I find, uh, I found a couple similarities to Lynch. Hmm. In in this film and the music being one of them. Yes. Um at the dinner scene, you had some brushes on drums with mm-hmm. some swanky saxophone that yeah. just screamed some Bella De Mente Yeah. twin peaks. Very
1: twin peaks.
0: And then uh if you recall the jarring abrupt break into the second part of the film mm-hmm. after the car accident, yes. where we get the title card mm-hmm. that says the bear by the boathouse. Yes. If you remember the music there, it had like this driving like house beat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With this crazy saxophone,
1: uh-huh. just
0: like all over the place. Yeah. And I couldn't help but think immediately of Lost Highway. Oh,
1: cool. And
0: and that was Bella Demente that also did that music for uh, Bill Pullman's character mm. was this experimental saxophone player. He'd play like in these weird clubs. Yeah. And it was like this noise house um, jazz fusion, and. I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a limb here and say that was not by an accident yes These there's there's clearly Demente, a lot yeah. of
1: connections here definitely yeah loudly
0: so, so let's get into the movie do you want to start us off on the opening image how this thing opens up
1: yes I And I I think it's one of my favorites. And you know what? I didn't notice that. But if you look at the cover of Black Bear, Mm -hmm. it kind of has this weird kaleidoscopy look to it. But if you look carefully, it's that shot. It's her Mm -hmm. replicated around Aubrey Plaza's face. And I didn't really catch that until just before we... um, we started this podcast so i was looking at that i picture. love that artwork I, I have looked at it closely yeah. and
0: noticed that it's really neat yeah. it's
1: very cool so the scene opens on a, a dock on uh it's not a river it's a lake right right a lake in the woods and um there's all this like mist around and it's this very beautiful striking image of aubrey plaza sitting on on the dock in a red bathing suit And um, it's really ominous and kind of haunting and um, very beautiful. I love that Mm -hmm. silhouette of her back. Um,
0: Yeah, the the red really pops against the the rest of the the natural landscape.
1: And it's very pensive and isolating and cold. And, um, you know, the shot turns around and we see the front... Or I think it might be a side shot. I'm not sure. But we get another angle of Aubrey Plaza, and we see her face. And she's got kind of this sort of like deadpan stare into the abyss. And, um, you know, this is an image that comes back again. And I think we see it twice, correct? Correct.
0: Maybe more. It might be more than I think that. I three times. Maybe three, times. I think three yeah. times.
1: Yeah, But that's the opening yeah. of the movie. Right. And to me, to be a little bit introspective of mm. what the opening of that movie sort of like, and we'll get a little bit more into these deeper themes that you lightly touched on, but um, it seems like she's deep in thought. Yeah. Very, very deep in thought.
0: I would say meditation.
1: I think it's a little bit more... Like something's going on, where I think mm-hmm. meditation is a little bit more the lack thereof. <laughs> the, there's,
0: there's a, again, like I mentioned, forementioned, I really paid attention to the music and kind of did a deeper dive on mm, it. Mm-hmm. And um, the track, the tracks were titled with her on the dock, "Peer Pressure."
1: Peer, as mm-hmm, in the pe- mm-hmm. oh They're oh called
0: peer pressure, mm. and you called it mist. Yeah, I'm gonna call it fog. fog thick. Thick like fog She was in a fog
1: Oh hello She's
0: in a fog And she's meditating And the, the reason I'm going to go with meditating Is if you listen to the track Peer Pressure And there's, there's Peer Pressure 1, 2, and 3 on the album mm. I believe there's three of them mm-hmm. um, They start off with um, at least They might be different on each one But I believe they all start off with kind of like a Chinese gong
1: Yes, Bang. that's right, that's right you're right. That is very meditative. Very
0: meditative. Mm-hmm. And just the way she was sitting and and, and and not necessarily relaxation meditating. Like, I'm in a fog and I need to find, well, as we find maybe her next film.
1: Yes, yes. Mm-hmm.
0: So what happens after that?
1: So then we go to um, Gabe. Well, actually, by-
0: one thing I want to talk yeah. about before that mm-hmm. is she gets up and she goes into the cabin. And she sits down at the the little breakfast nook by the window.
1: Yes.
0: And she sits down and she opens up a notebook.
1: Yes, yes. That's correct. And she
0: writes something in the notebook. And then um, in... uh, a typical Audrey Plaza way the eyes pop open and a dramatic eye roll out the window. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of Audrey Plaza eye rolling in this film. Yes. But then we get the title card, mm-hmm. The Bear in the Road. The Bear in the Road. It's part one. Part one. Part one, The Bear in the Road.
1: Which was exciting for me as a viewer because I'm like, oh, we're here we go. This is going to be like a multi-parted film. And so... Um, Anyways, let's talk a little bit more about what happens next, and I can sort of circle back to that. So then it the the movie changes, and we see Gabe, and that's played by Christopher Abbott, mm-hmm. really loved him, is walking Allison, uh, Aubrey Plaza, um, or, or helping her out of her, like it looks like a- Like an Uber. Like an Uber or yeah. something like yeah. that, helping her out of her car, And uh, walking with her and her bags down this Mm -hmm, path. mm -hmm. And so um, it almost seems like the conversation is a little, what would you call it? It's kind of flirting. I would call it
0: flirting full on. I'd call it guarded flirting.
1: Guarded. Now you got it. I'd call
0: it guarded flirting. Um, He felt like he was coming on pretty strong. And she was guarded, but also... kind
1: of takes some uh, shots. Also
0: definitely participating. Yeah, yeah. And one thing I noticed upon... uh, Because we watched this film, and then we watched it again with my son. And one thing I I noticed the second time is when he first goes up to the Uber, and the trunks popped, Mm. and uh, Gabe... um, He's like, I got it, because the Uber driver was going to get the bag out. He's like, I got it. And he pulls the bag out, and he goes, shit. Like, it was heavier than he expected.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, It was heavier than expected. And then the whole time they're walking down the path, she even makes note. She's like, hey, there's wheels on it. And he's like, oh, it's not that heavy. I All got right. it. Right, yeah. So. Kind of some posturing. Uh, I- I'm getting there some posturing. He's showing off a little bit. And then maybe on a more symbolic level, she's got heavy baggage.
1: I love that. she has got
0: a lot of baggage. A lot
1: of baggage. That's there's a nice. lot of
0: baggage coming with this one,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: he is um, willing to carry that baggage.
1: Mm-hmm. Interesting.
0: And and, um, and insisting, insisting, insisting on, on, it. on it. carrying mm-hmm. the baggage. Yeah. So the the conversation going down the road, some heavy flirting, um, great dialogue right out of the gate. Yeah. Like 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 I I just love it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know we. We learned that she's a filmmaker. She was a former actress. actress
1: that she was difficult, too difficult to work with.
0: Mm-hmm. She was too <laughs> difficult to work with. Um, and we learn that she doesn't have a husband. Yes. So we're led to believe that she booked the Airbnb with her husband that she doesn't have. So uh, Gabe is very... Clearly flirting mm-hmm. and very clearly trying to figure out her relationship status. Yeah. yeah. Then they reach the house. Mm-hmm. And as they reach the house, there is Blair mm-hmm. pregnant in overalls, mm-hmm. taking the struggling with yeah. the trash can, bringing the trash out, uh-huh. which we find is Gabe's job. Right. Right. And he's like, why were you doing this? That's uh, my job. I was going to do it. And and she was like, it's never going to get done. And they just immediately start bickering. And, and you can see it on Allison's face as soon as they walk up and he sees her and sees that she's pregnant. Yeah. And the way that they're fighting, they are clearly yeah. a couple. A couple.
1: And, you know, I didn't think about this until you just brought it up now, but how hilarious that Gabe is so willing to carry this heavy baggage and mm-hmm. so unwilling to carry his wife's trash. You Yeah. Know? yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I didn't even realize, like, that was so in my face until yeah. I just thought of it now.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, pr- pretty... Uh, there's a lot of really cool subtext in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but that 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 was just well done. Now yes. I just love. I'm wild about these performances and the dialogue right off the bat. Um, Blair and Gabe are clearly a couple. Yes, and they're just arguing. All not like full arguing yet, but it's they're kind of that nasty, doing like passive little aggressive, aggressive, aggressive digs. Yeah, yeah, Little digs that is only in in old relationship oh yeah <laughs> and and uh and not a very healthy one
1: definitely it's i i feel like we all know that relationship it's that couple that you do not want to hang out with like, oh absolutely so uncomfortable absolutely <laughs> um and then let's talk about that little dialogue exchange between um allison
0: and blair allison and yeah. blair right there first thing allison one. says well first when when you sort of first see Blair, you can see it on Allison's face. And yeah. she's like, oh, What the fuck? This guy was just coming on to me hard. And not only is he in a relationship, like she is pregnant. Yeah. Like like he's got his roots down in this relationship. Yeah. So you can kinda of see it on her on her face. And then she walks up to Blair and just says, Wow, you're pretty. hmm And Blair's like, You not having it. Not that. having
1: it. <laughs> And, you know, there, I think there's also a lot of that female intuition sort of on both parts. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how do you smooth things over with these social niceties, which are very annoying to both parties, yes. which, you know, ends up erupting later. But um, so she compliments her looks. And then what comes next? It's kind of like a quick. She says, oh, my God, you're pretty. And what was the response? Do you remember that?
0: Um, I don't think she verbally said anything. You just see it on her face that she's kind of taken back by this, and almost kind of like, "What did you mean by that?" Like, yes. like, like Sarah Gadon nailed that through this whole movie. Oh yeah, where you could see it on her face that she's. Uh, look, reading into these little subtexts and like, what what did you really mean by that?
1: Yeah, over critically. And, and, and then I think, examining uh, Allison
0: her. caught on to that and was just like, "Hey, you know, I didn't mean it as you know, I just was trying to smooth it over. Like, like yeah. I really meant it as a compliment. Like, you're you know very yeah. pretty." Mm-hmm. And then she said, "Hey, I get it too. I don't take compliments well." Uh huh. And then the conversation goes. They, Gabe and and Blair bicker a little more, and then it ends where, uh she says that her overalls are cute
1: right yeah
0: and then she fires blair fires back with oh uh, cute purse and then allison walking away says i told you i don't take compliments well (laughs) and then she's led upstairs by gabe and uh he shows her to the room and he sets down the bag, and I don't know if you caught this, but there was like this moment where she's checking out the room, mm-hmm. and he's standing behind her.
1: Yeah, like, Just kind of staring right at her, up.
0: and then he splits. Mm-hmm. And then she turns around, and he's gone.
1: Right, there's, it's that very awkward, kind of juvenile, sort of like, you lingered too long. Oh, no, I got caught, you know?
0: Yeah, it was, but he didn't get caught. He split right before, her, but it was just kind of strange. I just wanted to point that out, but... Um and, and he looked kind of miserable too yeah. because I think he just kind of got like
1: got the shit end of the stick with Blair with Blair right mm-hmm.
0: so Allison kind of uh you see her kind of smile at the room she's happy about it um uh excited to uh embark in this this little retreat in the B and B and to um be inspired for her new film we then see her um. I can't remember, did she smoke the joint before this or after this? But anyway, she's making herself comfortable in her room. We see her sit at that little nook by mm-hmm. the window um, in the exact same way with her foot up on the chair. Yeah. Not only was it the same way, it was the same take. Yeah. It was the same take that, I remember, that Levine used in the opening.
1: I remember identifying that that was identical. It was as, identical. As it wasn't similar. It, it yeah. was
0: the same take of her sitting... Um, in the red bathing suit at that little nook, um, and then then she uh, smokes a joint uh, and and goes out to go to a swim. We learn that she uh, likes the cold and, and she's weird. Yeah, it and, looks freezing. It looks freezing. <laughs> uh, and and she meets Blair down there, and they have a little interaction. And Blair helps show her where the towels are. And then meanwhile, Chris is upstairs in the in the house. Uh, playing guitar we mm-hmm. later find out that he is a musician Um right. used to do it professionally and as Allison says goodbye to Sarah or not Sarah the actress's yeah. name Blair <laughs> as Allison says goodbye to Blair she goes to, to go swimming she's walking by and makes eyes up at Gabe Gabe makes eyes you know a little flirting from afar Blair totally catches it
1: Absolutely. Blair
0: totally catches it and she smiles and waves at Gabe and Gabe doesn't really even respond.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and what we already, you know, could gather that that Blair was a little suspicious of something. But this next scene, I loved so much. The next shot. So fast forward tonight, um, they're getting ready to uh, host their B&B guest for dinner. Mm-hmm. And it, do you remember this, where it was Blair getting ready in yes. front of the mirror? Mm-hmm. So she's getting ready in front of the mirror. She's
1: trying dresses, and she's, them Well, up. she's first
0: mm-hmm. wearing a really sexy red dress. Red dress, yeah. So, like, flashy, sexy, mm-hmm. and she's adjusting her tits in the mm-hmm. dress, and she's trying to suck in her little pregnant belly, yeah. and she's looking at herself, she's not happy with it, um, and... I mean, uh, this, the subtext there is, uh, I don't even need to explain it. She yeah. feels threatened by this woman. Definitely. And she needs to make herself look attractive and viable to her man. Um, but she ultimately felt that was maybe trying a little too hard and opted for a little more conservative, what was that, purple, maroon? Yeah. Kind of, kind of dress. Yeah. Um, then we, we see Gabe cooking in the kitchen, and then we see... Uh, Allison walking um, uh, around on the porch, I believe, of the cabin. Yeah. And the lights flick on, like the motion sensor lights. Mm -hmm. And we hear a bear growl Mm -hmm. in the woods nearby.
1: And there's bears on the door, correct? I didn't notice that. I think that, yeah, there's bears carved into, into the front door.
0: Cool, cool.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. And then, so... We don't see the bear. We only hear the
0: bear. We hear the bear. And, and Allison is startled. Mm-hmm. There's a little...
1: <gasps> yeah. And at this point, I'm like, there is a lot of... It's very strange because the beginning of, of this setup from for where we are now in the film, there is so much tension, even though the dialogue is very, very direct. Mm-hmm. But you're still left in this space of not quite being able to put the puzzle pieces together like do these people know each other from before like is this some sort of weird I got a weird like sex thing like I'm mm-hmm. like uh I wonder if there this is like an arranged like I don't know Be- because of the tension it wasn't totally clear what exactly is going on, and what these people's relationships are to each other? Well, they
0: did it's set that up when when Gabe was walking Allison down the path. Mm-hmm. They had a common friend, Mike.
1: That's right, Mike.
0: Because Gabe was like, "So you're a film director," mm-hmm. and she said, "Mike, told you that." What else That's did he tell right. you? Right. Yeah. Right. So, so they just had a common friend. We learn a little bit more in the next scene where they're actually having dinner out on the porch. Um, they open up a bottle of wine. Blair's having one glass because mm-hmm. you're allowed to do that when you're pregnant. But mm-hmm. but Gabe, of course, is giving her a little hell for that. Yeah. But we learn a little more about everyone there at this, at the, at the dinner that night. Um, Allison Prize. hey, well, you know, how did you guys get into the B&B business? Turns out Gabe used to be a musician, Mm -hmm. Blair used to be a dancer, dancer, Mm -hmm. and they lived in the city. They didn't really say which city. Yeah. I think I saw Pennsylvania license plate at one point on the Uber or something like that. Mm. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Um, So maybe like Philadelphia, maybe even New York. I don't know. It seemed kind of East Coast. Yes. But anyhow, um, so they were city folk, Mm -hmm. um, both uh, aspiring artists, and it sounds like they got pregnant Mm -hmm. and they just headed for the woods yeah. and what was it? It was, it was in the family, right? It was, uh, it's their
1: family's like house, Gabe's yeah. okay. house mm-hmm. or
0: something. Yeah. So they moved out there and it's kind of fell into it. And, um, they said that they wanted to kind of do a word of mouth B and B where it's not mm-hmm. just open to the public, but they wanted other artists and creative people to come. So uh, to use it as a, tr- a retreat. Mm-hmm. And so they could kind of, uh, intermingle with like-minded creatives. Right. um, and then uh, there's, you know, again, this, this whole movie, this. I mean, I'm not going to quote everything, but just there's some notable, I just love the subtext and uh, the, the characters passively jabbing at each other and then sometimes not so passively.
1: Right, yeah.
0: And, uh, you know, just little things like as they're telling their history, you know, Blair saying, oh, Gabe used to be a musician.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Gabe was like, well, I, I didn't stop being a musician. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you know, I'm still a musician. I still get royalties. And then she right. laughs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His last royalty was for fifty three cents. You mm-hmm. know, just I mean, like an old married couple. So we have, really terrible to each right, other. Right.
1: We so, have that dynamic here at the table. And then on the other side with Aubrey, I'm sorry, um, with with Allison. Allison, uh-huh. Allison is uh, highly evasive and calculating mm-hmm. and kind of playing these little mind games you know I think Blair has a lot of interest in you know figuring her out yes. and yeah. um Allison and is wanting able- to know if she's safe right exactly like
0: like or is it safe having you here
1: right totally you know
0: because because my man I do not like the way he's looking at you right are, are you gonna do something too or mm-hmm.
1: exactly so um Allison has just really quick wits mm-hmm. about not allowing Blair to know her, you know, and not and you know even pulling the rug out from under her on the dead mother comment. Well,
0: yeah, it it it. The impression I got was Allison quickly identified a Gabe wants to fuck me. Yeah. B Blair knows it. Yeah. Blair is on really the trail. triggered by yeah. this. Mm-hmm. So. I'm going to have some fun with this. Totally. I'm going to poke at it a little bit. Absolutely. She makes the comment leading into the dead mother uh, uh, comment. Mm-hmm. She makes the comment, you know, Blair, uh, you're really lucky. Yeah, yeah. That's and then great. Blair, you see her just on S- alert, defensive. Yeah. What is that supposed to mean? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think she said that, but she said it with she her face. She said it, yeah. She said it with her face. Totally. And she goes, to have a guy who cooks.
1: I know, it's great. To have a guy
0: who cooks. So you know, there's some really just innocent, like, like, yo, you're lucky to have a guy who cooks. Yeah. And then she says, I can't cook a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing. And they're like, no way. Mm-hmm. You know, can you bake a potato? She's like, nope. Mm-hmm. Like, you never baked a potato. Your mom never showed you how to bake a potato? Yeah. My mom's dead
1: mm-hmm <laughs> that's awesome
0: and they're like oh my god I'm so sorry and mm-hmm. and, and yeah she was just like this provocateur like yes. you could tell she was having fun with this situation totally um and, and, to and she was kind of all like uh going up to the line but not crossing it
1: hmm uh
0: and, and to see how far Close how she could close get she could get without crossing the line. It was very crafty of, of getting Blair all wound I up. I
1: loved it. Really well, well written. It was
0: excellent. Yeah, it was great. So they go inside after dinner, and Allison can't dance. And she wants to learn how to do the foxtrot.
1: Mm-hmm. Now
0: Blair is a former dancer, so Blair is showing the guest how to do the foxtrot. And it's a cute little scene where they're dancing. Blair, being pregnant, uh, gets a little exhausted, and she you know sits the next dance out. And then she says, "Hey, Gabe, you know the foxtrot? Mm-hmm. Why don't you go dance with her?" As a test. As a test, As a like test. L- I wanted to sit back and see if there's any sparks flying. Yeah,
1: here. yeah. So
0: she sends Gabe, awesome. and Gabe does not want to go because he knows he doesn't trust his yeah. body language. Oh, uh, yeah. And he reluctantly goes up to dance with Allison, puts his hands on her, mm-hmm. and there it is. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So fast forward a little later in the evening, they're getting a little loose. Blair's had way too much wine at this mm-hmm. point. Yes. Um. And uh, Allison and Gabe are uh, smoking a joint. Mm. Hmm. And there's a little kind of I, I I thought there was an interesting blocking dynamic on how everyone was sitting.
1: Yes. So mm-hmm.
0: so Gabe was just in a chair, mm-hmm. um, kind of relaxed, and then Allison was sitting on the ground. Mm -hmm. Next to Gabe Yes On his side of the coffee table And Mm -hmm. across the coffee table Was Blair um, More sitting up Elbows on knees Mm -hmm. um, Almost like interrogating Yes Above Uh, Well definitely above Above Mm -hmm. Maybe the higher chair Yeah And just leaning forward Elbows on knees And just really a little more In their face Right Even though the conversation was not Mm Mm-hmm um and she starts bringing up topics like feminism and and uh how fe- feminism is used and displayed in Allison's movies mm-hmm. and Allison um is saying oh i really don't give them much thought i right. don't think about it
1: she doesn't identify with her own feminist with, message with her own
0: yeah. feminist message and 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 she uh she, she just, she's like I just don't think about it and then yeah. Blair's like how could you make something mm-hmm. and not think about it yeah so then Gabe starts to answer well well honey um sometimes you know the consciousness when creating art and she's like I asked her Gabe, <laughs>
1: yeah and I, I just loved that, loved that yeah. how he kind of rushed Shut in to down. explain
0: Dada art to, know, right? <laughs> to, to Blair and about like free form <laughs> consciousness and just kind of defend her and it's all kind of stoned yeah and uh it just, just the little throughout this movie, it's just got beautiful interactions like that. where it's it's uncomfortable, you don't want to be there with these people, and there's just so much more than what they're actually saying. And just the little digs back and forth, and how Allison is provoking this whole thing.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's getting worse. It's getting worse.
0: It's getting worse. And this is about the time where where it really blows up. Mm-hmm. Um um Bla- blair brings up the topic of uh, uh gabe's opinion of uh traditional gender roles
1: gender role associations and, yeah and
0: it's something that he clearly like i mean we all got it where somebody like brings something up and you're just sensitive about it yeah. and you just cannot help yourself like yeah. well i'm gonna have to fucking argue yeah. about this here, here we go Here's here, my here time. we go yeah. and and every time you just see me like well no no you're you know you're viewing me as misogynist and all i'm saying is do we really know that women are happier now than you know right and, and then and then uh i think Allison picks up that Blair is now trying to aggravate Gabe. Yes. So Allison kind of ups the ante to aggravate Blair. Yeah. You know, I, I think i I think I'm all about that. I think I'm all about traditional gender roles. What's I the, could totally oh, yeah. do that. I could just stay at home and kind of just the let, joke. She makes let, let everybody or let let some man just handle everything. Yeah, yeah. And then she looks over at Gabe and smiles. Uh huh. Totally. Um, and just I mean, getting Blair's goat. The joke that she makes.
1: Yeah, she was like, "Oh, that was a stupid joke. I should never have said it." When she backpedals, God, I wish I could remember that joke. Ah, we'll post it somewhere. Anyways, continue.
0: So, so yeah, it gets to the point where where Blair's furious and and uh, they're they arguing, kind of gets a little out of control, and then Allison excuses herself. It's like I'm gonna go to bed. Blair's like, No, no, you stay up. You're a guest. I'm gonna go to bed. Yeah, and <laughs> and and. Uh, God, what was the joke?
1: Yeah, it's kind of a big deal. Oh, right,
0: right, because because yeah, there was a joke there, and Blair 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 calls her on it. Yeah, she was like she was like.
1: Anytime you want to, you know, we're getting to something real. You have to make a joke,
0: right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, well the, well the joke was like maybe I should. No, no, that happens after. Yeah. We're, we're, well, basically, God, what was the joke? Oh, no. guys, I'm sorry. We're blowing this. Yeah. But there was, a, there was a joke, and basically Blair called her on it. This is your defense mechanism. Whenever right. Whenever you're facing anything real, you have to make some joke about it. Mm-hmm. And Allison's like, you're right, you know, that that that's that's what I do um and I'm just I don't have any direction in my life maybe I should just get pregnant so give me some purpose
1: right and then
0: Blair's like that is incredibly rude and insensitive yeah and just freaks out splits and then slams the bedroom door and you can hear her just screaming Mm -hmm. in there and then Gabe's like uh well uh, I better
1: Mm-hmm. Go in there.
0: And, right uh, so Gabe goes she isn't
1: to, screaming she's just banging things around I thought you
0: hear, heard her yell something like that <sighs> bitch like something I don't oh. know I, I thought you heard her yell something from the other room but Gabe goes to join her and she's packing
1: her uh, wait I have to remember this line she does yell something she says like I bet her pussy smells like spider spider shit well, well no, that, oh, no that's, that, that's later that's okay later. got it got it um there's a lot of yelling
0: yeah, so this is when we're, like, full-on, volatile screaming. Gabe goes into the bedroom to mm-hmm. kind of try to diffuse things with his pregnant... I, I don't think they're married, right? They're not married. They're not married. Um, But but his pregnant girlfriend. Um, they go into the room. She's packing. He's trying to diffuse this whole thing. Um, She's, like... You know, you f- I know you find her attractive. And then Gabe doesn't answer. She goes, oh, see, I knew it. And yeah. he's trying to backpedal. He's like, well, I knew if I said no right away, yeah. you wouldn't believe me because she is attractive, but I don't find her attractive. Like, right, yeah, you know, yeah. trying to play all these semantics because he's totally. just caught, man. Like, yeah. you can see it all over his face. So they're, they're arguing more. Allison picks the joint up the roach out of the ashtray mm-hmm. goes out onto the porch grabs a bottle of wine grabs yeah grabs a bottle of wine goes on the porch to finish that joint and i get the impression to listen to the argument just to yeah. kind of soak it in yeah almost like she manufactured this thing totally absolutely and and, and 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 this is what she's looking for to get inspiration for her next film totally which is totally dirty. Mm-hmm. It's totally dirty. That's yeah. that was my impression at the time. I mm-hmm. you know, it was like that's what she's doing. She's yeah. like she she sees these vulnerabilities with these people yeah. and then she's Exploits pro- it. exploiting it, provoking mm-hmm. it and really kind of a uh, uh poking the beehive right. a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Chris finally smooths things out mm-hmm. with, with with Blair um Gabe. I'm sorry, Gabe. Mm-hmm. Chris is the real name, man. This movie's pretty meta as we'll get to. So (laughs) I guess it's it's okay that we're crossing the line between (laughs) actor and character. (laughs) Yeah. Because it gets crossed multiple multiple times times in this movie. Excuse me. So he smooths things out. She falls asleep in his arms in bed. And he gets up. He
1: sneaks out.
0: Sneaks out. He sneaks He sneaks out. Like very carefully removes his arm out from under her head making sure not to wake Blair and he goes and finds Allison at the lake. Actually, I'm sorry, I skipped a little part worth noting. Mm. We actually see Allison walking to go to her midnight swim. Swim, yeah. And she hears a bear again. Yes, the There's bear. There's another bear in there. So this is bear too. This is, this is well, maybe the same bear. Mm-hmm. But the second time we hear the bear. Yes. We hear the bear, a little rustle in the woods. Again, mm-hmm. she's like, <gasps> right. and then she just continues on. So Chris, damn it, Wah-wah. Gabe. <laughs> yes. So he finds Allison there at the lake, and he... Um, tries, he follows her. He tries to he, guise yeah. it as uh, being a good host. Like, yeah. oh, uh, brought you some clean towels from the boathouse. Mm-hmm. And then he just kind of throws it down there like, like, I'm just being, you know, I'm, I'm not crossing any line. I'm not trying to flirt here or do anything inappropriate. I'm just being a good host. Yeah. And giving you towels. Uh-huh. He throws him down starts walking away, and then she just yells, it's warm. Mm-hmm. And then he jumps in, yep. and then- It's go time. And, and that heavy flirting, splashy yeah. splash in the water. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then uh they get out of the water and it's not warm, it's cold, and he wraps the the towel around her and holds her mm-hmm. and and then they're in the moonlight and then they end up in the boathouse. Yeah. And he is uh there he what was he? Was he shutting like the door or something to the boathouse? And she looks over and sees yes. a Buddha statue. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, are you guys Buddhists? And he's like, oh, no, some sculptor that's come and stayed with us. You know, another artist. He, he, he left that here. But that's a little foreshadowing. Uh, Definitely. Kind of showing you the gun before it goes off. Right. So there was a little Buddhist <laughs> statue. Um, Gabe and Allison sit on the couch. Gabe starts apologizing for all the arguing that he and Blair had done in front of Allison. Mm-hmm.
1: And then Allison... Becomes real,
0: and Allison is like, I am a total feminist. Yeah, I'm a great cook. Yes, uh, my mom's not dead. Yep, all of that was bullshit. Mm-hmm. Which totally reaffirmed my suspicion that she's just doing this yep. to Plan get a the rise yep. out of Blair mm-hmm. and create this drama,
1: right? And it's a new style of invite invitation right. because so she invited him in the water. Mm-hmm. Now she's inviting him to know her. And so she's now creating a safe place mm-hmm. for him. Right. She's the anti-Blair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? I loved that. Yeah. yeah. I, I Absolutely. I thought that was really
0: cool. Absolutely. And then he, you know, w- w- one of the uh, sure red flags of an, uh, an affair about to happen is when uh, someone starts complaining about about their significant other mm-hmm. to their potential affair partner.
1: Oh yes.
0: And and, <laughs> and Gabe starts talking about how uh he's not in love with her and they didn't mean to get pregnant and yeah, he's he is just, unhappy. He's unhappy and, and and she doesn't get him and this whole thing. Which leads to fucking. Yeah.
1: So, and so uh you know um Allison has reached her goal. You know, she mm-hmm. casted the line and he bit. So it's in full swing. And this is where it's they've it's not really known how far along it's gone, but it is full blown sex. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when Blair appears and catches them. Mm-hmm. And the first way that we know that she's there, correct me if I'm wrong, is that she hits Gabe right. with the Buddha yeah. pr- pretty hard. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and, and yeah, she, she she bashes Gabe with the Buddha, and, and, <laughs> and Gabe's head kind of knocks into Allison's head, and I think Allison might have got a little bloody nose there.
1: Yes, that's and, right.
0: And then Gabe rolls off, and Blair's fully screaming. Yeah. Allison just runs out of the boathouse. Now she's watching from outside. Yeah. There's this little argument going on. And then shit gets crazy. Um, Blair starts feeling some pains. She reaches up in her dress, pulls out her hands. They're bloody. Mm-hmm. And she's yes. holding her stomach, the baby. Gabe now totally flips.
1: Yep. hmm. It's his uh,
0: wake-up. And now he is apologizing, mm-hmm. I don't know what's wrong with me, I don't know, I love you, everything's going to be okay, and then he's yelling at Allison, she's bleeding, go get the truck keys. And then Allison's just frozen, and then he's like yelling, go fucking get the keys! Yep, yep. And mm-hmm. and, and so Allison goes running, so now he's like ordering Allison around, right. and he's the like, spell
1: is broken. and he's
0: doting over Blair.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Allison goes, gets the car, they hop in the car, Gabe and Blair in the back, Allison's driving, it's there's it's a it's It's very a frantic situation um uh uh, the cinematography reflected it we went chaotic we we go handheld here Mm -hmm. um we're kind of jumbling around it's like crazy we're driving down the road allison keeps looking back checking in on them gabe's holding blair trying to comfort her then he's like don't look at me look at the fucking road yeah and then as soon as allison looks back at the road. There's a black bear mm-hmm. in the road. And we see it. And we see it. And then we cut to black and we hear the scream, the crash, the kind of the binging of the car door. Bing,
1: bing, bing, yeah. Bing, bing, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And that is the end of part one.
1: Yep. <laughs> so
0: from the black screen, we get a bright, nice white title card mm-hmm. on the notebook paper that Allison supposedly wrote on.
1: With that awesome music. With
0: that awesome music. Um the 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 weird Baladimente esque lost highway crazy avant garde saxophone with the house beat. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and uh part two the bear by the boathouse is displayed on the notebook paper and then we kind of reboot and we open up again back on the dock.
1: Allison on the dock.
0: Allison on the dock, red bathing suit, the exact same shot. hmm That the opening of the movie, it's like we're resetting here. Yes. And yeah. she gets up, she takes her towel and she walks up the dock and she walks back up to the cabin and she walks across the porch and... All of a sudden, there's this Asian guy that we haven't seen before in this movie.
1: Right, and he's got, like, gear on. He's got gear on. He just doesn't say a word. They don't say a
0: word to each other. He just gives her a cigarette and lights it, and they just stand there while she's smoking. (laughs) And finally, she asks, are they going to cut? And she walks back down the dock, and now we see... There's a full movie crew down there.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah.
0: at this point, I'm thinking. I mean, we just covered one cut of the dead. Exactly. So yeah. at this point, I am kind of in a space. I'm like, Oh, is this the making of what we just watched? What we just saw. Like one yeah. cut of the dead. Mm-hmm. Is this the movie that Allison is making that she was inspired to make from her little her, trip. Sa- her yeah. little sabbatical at the at the B and B?
1: Right. And then I'm also thinking, Did she survive the car crash? Like. Because at the ending of that mm-hmm. part and Cuts to Black, there there is sort of this, it has that ominous sort of like fatality tone to it. You know, I assumed everybody was killed in the crash.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So, well, yeah, we're, we're kind of getting our bearings here trying to figure out right. what's going on. Yeah,
1: because this is very different than so what we just saw.
0: So she's, the director's calling to reset for another take. She does not want to do it. Nope. What was wrong with that? Mm-hmm. So... The camera um, and the director—they're out on a boat in the lake. So he's like, "I'm coming to you." They come back in, and then they have the interaction that uh, Chameleon and I um, acted out for you Performed. at the beginning. You're at, welcome at the beginning of this episode. Yes, you're welcome, uh, Mr. Levine. If you would like to cast us for any future projects, you can reach us at Red Shadow Radio. Uh, follow us on Instagram would be uh, <laughs> happy to talk our our, our day rate um, so uh we're not sure what's going on here it's like so Gabe is now the director um and then we get a little more context when we go to the next scene yeah um, where it's Blair and Gabe upstairs peeking out the window watching Allison do her 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 reshoot of that take. Right. And we hear the plan that they're hatching.
1: Yes, and they are scheming, they are giggling, they are laughing, and what they're baiting each other to do is create the energy and the feeling as if they're having an affair. Specifically for Allison to become distraught over and the reason for this is to get the best take out of Allison it's pretty cruel
0: pretty pretty (laughs) cruel and and so we're we're learning that there's kind of some role reversal going on whereas in part one the bear in the road um Allison was the other woman mm-hmm. and it was Blair and Gabe that were in relationship
1: and the one in control and manipulative like manipulating the situation mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. here these two have joined forces in order to manipulate her specifically
0: yeah, very interesting good point yeah yes um and and it, it's very a la Mulholland Drive, yeah, um, with the the role reversal that happens in that movie, in that film. So that's that's two areas where I'm seeing some David Lynch uh, hat tipping I- inspiration for sure. Um, both with the the music um, in places and this this weird unexplained role reversal. So now we learn that it's Allison and Gabe that are in the relationship. And it's Blair and Gabe that are manipulating and trying to provoke Allison to pull out this authentic performance for this final scene, the most important scene of this film. How
1: interesting. I just thought Allison plays Allison in the first one, mm-hmm. in the first film. Mm-hmm. What if the second film, Gabe and Blair are Allison like it's her character embodied by two. Now I'm gonna think more about that yeah. as we as we go along this the exploration of the second half. But I just I just thought about that and I'm gonna let that sit for a second and see where that pans out.
0: Well, well, hats and and uh, roles are definitely shifting around here. It's it's uh, I'm not ready to get behind that because it's a little different, but they're definitely scheming to to agitate her and create this rouge of an affair going on to pull this authentic jealousy out for her performance. And uh, this, I mean, of of course, this reminds me of what Stanley Kubrick notoriously did um, to Shelley Duvall during the shooting of The Shining, where he tormented her and just... Uh, uh emotionally beat her down Ugh. um for over a year during the shooting of this movie just to extort this performance from her
1: how traumatic my god yeah it's
0: awful he was he was awful to actors yeah. but uh, his movies are pretty cool yeah <laughs> um so they they hatched this whole plan to do this uh uh this little show for Allison at dinner because the whole company is breaking for dinner before the final shoot and the plan was to to uh, sit as far away from each other as possible. Let's mess each other's hair up before mm-hmm. we go in, and then we'll just keep glancing at each other, sneaking mm-hmm. sneaking little glances. Yeah, and 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 hardly eating our food because we're too because uh, we're,
1: lo- we're too too in love, too love struck, Yeah,
0: too love struck to have an appetite. <laughs> so so, um, we go to dinner, and as Allison is getting her food. From the buffet line, we hear one of the cast members in the background making a bear joke. In fact, he wheels out, I think, three or four different bear jokes. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting. It's is this, the filmmaker of Black Bear letting us know, hey, this half of the film is a comedy.
1: Which it was.
0: And, and it is. The first half was a drama. It was very... You know, heavy. It was heavy. It was it was a melodrama mm-hmm. by every definition and I think it was almost an announcement yeah. maybe I'm reading into it too much no, I that, like that. that this because of all the bear jokes this is going to be a comedy
1: yeah keep up um, um, <laughs> and, and, and
0: you really you, you kind of got that a little bit too with like uh, Gabe's uh, oh, his outfit. Uh, his outfit his when Gilligan's he first hops Island. off the boat. He's got this ridiculous like pork pie hat on, <laughs> these oversized glasses, and this ridiculous uh, orange life vest on. Yes. And he just looked silly. Yeah. Um so now this is the Not
1: the Gabe we saw before. Not the yeah. gabe
0: we saw before. Uh so so I I felt like this was the uh the filmmaker announcing, okay, this is the comedy part of the movie.
1: A very uncomfortable comedy.
0: A very uncomfortable comedy, but a albeit a comedy. A comedy, nonetheless. And, and even more interesting, uh, his first joke was, what do you call a bear without teeth? And Allison knew the punchline, panned just said, gummy bear.
1: Without missing a beat. Without
0: missing a beat, and then was walking off to go find her place to sit. And you hear him in the background, wow, how did she know that? How did she know that? And maybe I'm reading into this too far, but... I think there's some subtext there, too. Mm. Blair and Gabe hatched a plan. Yes. They're playing a trick Mm -hmm. on Allison. Yeah. To fake an affair. They're playing a joke on Allison. Allison knew the punchline Mm -hmm. and was not laughing. Not having it. She was not laughing, but Mm -hmm. she knew the punchline. Yeah, yeah. So anyhow, at dinner... They do their little display of flirting. Allison. Allison's
1: all over it. catches snips it, it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And then she goes back to her room and grabs a bottle and starts hitting it hard.
1: Yes. She gets very, very, very drunk.
0: Starts hitting it hard. So after that, we kind of go through uh, the film set a little bit. And now we're really filling the comedy with running jokes about oh, yes. the first AD's explosive diarrhea that mm-hmm. she feels she received from the tilapia they had at lunch that's not agreeing with her. Right. There's a running gag with coffee being spilt on Blair, and she keeps needing to go run through the wardrobe department again, again and again. Mm-hmm. And it's okay, honey. That's why we have doubles. Oh, yeah. And yeah, he was good. He was, he really, was good. really good. Um, but really, at uh, uh, first viewing I didn't love I did not love any it. of these characters because we just got this riveting hour of this me- melodrama between these three actors great dialogue tense laden with subtext
1: I wasn't ready to let that go I, I wanted yeah, more of that I'm like absolutely I don't care about poop and pee jokes I don't care about this coffee being spilled multiple times I'm like oh great another coffee spilled you know yeah. I was upset. <laughs> it, it, it
0: seemed silly and out of place, and I just, I, I don't know, I, I was put in this mood for this drama, and now- Which I love And now I'm in this silly comedy with these really tired, tropey, you know, diarrhea jokes and coffee being spilt like it's a Mr. Bean episode, and, and, and all these uh, characters that played the crew, I didn't give a shit about. Yeah. I just wanted more Gabe- Blair and and Allison Allison.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: but one thing I will say about this crew that is what every (laughs) indie film set looks like like exactly so
1: funny babe I think even when we were watching it it even it struck me a different way I'm like oh my god isn't it so annoying like how bumped up they're making these like crew characters like oh too cool for school and the fashion smoking weed Uh i remember you shut me down with that i'm like like, no
0: that's this is exactly (laughs) what it looks like i wouldn't be surprised if some of they were if not all of them i didn't know that actual crew members they were
1: so there was a lot of them who were actual crew members Yeah,
0: not surprised because that is exactly like i mean the whole time i'm like oh yeah i know that guy or or a guy like that (laughs) or that girl or like um but but anyhow, so it kinda pulled me out a little bit um the first time I watched it. Now we rewatched this with my son Chase. Mm-hmm, yes. And I've after the second viewing and then
1: I'm much more fond of yeah. fond of it now. And especially having to do a deeper dive into what's going on and why it's going on and we'll get to all that. Yeah, in our now that simulation. I had time
0: to, to sit with the movie and think about totally. it. Totally. I'm I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it and I, I, I liked it. Um so Allison's missing, um, they can't find her, um, everyone's freaking out, finally the scripty Nora locates her in her room without pants on, ass drunk, out, dr- drunk <laughs> As off a her ass, can't even stand up, mm-hmm. and they scoop her up, and she does not want to go, but, yeah. but they need to get her down there to do the last scene of the film. And the scripty and the AD are carrying her to the main house from mm-hmm. her room um, to run her through wardrobe and makeup. And on their way, they hear a little rustling in the woods. And then we hear a little black bear. Mm-hmm. Allison's too drunk to pay any mind. But the other two, yeah. you know, are surprised and taken back by it. Right. So they get get her on set they run her through wardrobe and makeup and she is clearly drunk um so hey everything is working out perfect for yeah. Gabe and Blair this is exactly what this this is what all of their rouge was leading up to was this moment to get this take to get this scene and
1: to have that authenticity of her fury and jealousy and anger and, and it's
0: raw and clearly there
1: yeah. and you know there's a couple things Like, it's clear that it's uncomfortable for the crew who isn't in on the joke. It's very uncomfortable. You know, I think they're all empathizing. Like, why are we shooting this woman like this? She's unable to remember. She's she's argumentative. You know, Mm -hmm. she doesn't want to say the line. She's like, I'm not going to say that. Mm -hmm. Um. Mm -hmm. And then what's funny about that is referring back to movie one is that now I remember trying am I putting these pieces together so is this Allison originally talking about her past as an actress and being difficult to work Mm, with right so I like that and then with the line do you want to talk about your little scripty that you liked so much
0: Oh I, yeah, I, I, I loved Nora. Nora, the, the, out of the whole film crew, she's the only one whose name I even bothered to remember because I mean they were all good, but yeah. I just loved her because she just nailed that part. And like I have worked with people like that before, and it was yeah. so funny. I mean, literally, you know. I mean, scripties do lots of things, but one of your main jobs is to follow along where we're at when we're shooting <laughs> on the script. In case an actor forgets a line, calls for a line, you got it because you got it in front of you and you're reading. Um, It was already set up earlier that Nora was stoned. Yeah. And uh, Allison forgets her line, and Gabe calls for the scripty line and uh she's just like oh shit you see it on her face like oh my god and she's like like shuffling through the scripts like I was not following along I was just faking it right. now they really need it and I like, right. can't do this I was dying I was really uh, funny
1: that was funny and everybody's like oh my god oh my god find the line you had one job to do <laughs> it is hilarious see, it was really this, good that, that does yeah. remind me again because it like I said it's an uncomfortable comedy but like those comedic moments are more funny now that I think about it yeah but um there were scenes in the comedy that it's just kind of hard to watch, you know, seeing new Gabe being so like abusive. Mm-hmm. And well, we'll keep going in the scenes. What happens next, babe?
0: Well, so I, like I was saying, this is the culmination of of Gabe and Blair's um prank or trick or, yeah. or deception, Manipu- manipulation, manipulation that yeah. they were that they were displaying to Allison. For this right here, for this shot, this scene. So one last time Gabe wanted to go ahead and stir the coals. So so right before they they shoot, he walks over to Blair to presumably give her some some notes, Mm -hmm. and he just gently kind of sits on the arm of the chair, and leans in and sweetly says some things that we don't really hear, but we see her reacting very friendly, and they're smiling to each other, and then he gets up and sternly looks over at Alice. He's like, Allison, I need to talk to you outside, please. Brings her out there and just gives her the business about about how drunk she is and Mm -hmm. how she's going to regret it if we miss this shot because Mm -hmm. we have all of our money invested in this film. Right. You better go in there and do it. And uh, so they go in there, they um, shoot this scene and it gets so emotional for Allison to where she breaks character but it works with the scene. Yeah, which to where is what they were going for. She attacks Blair. Yeah. I mean, ground and pound. She mm-hmm. gets on her and she starts smacking her up, bloodies her nose, screaming at her. Um, And then they call cut. They pull her off of Blair and she's just broken at this point. Totally. And she's still screaming. So and she's crying. crying. Mm-hmm. And they call for a break and uh, a couple crew members take Allison upstairs so she can kind of cool off. And then Gabe goes to check in with Blair. Hey, are you okay? Right. And Blair was like, Yeah. Did you get it? Mm hmm. Was it good? Right. You know, she was just more concerned about their little inside manipulation that they were doing. More so than
1: her own safety and well-being.
0: I think there was a connection. She felt like with this secret, there was like this secret connection that she had with the director. And Mm -hmm. we later find out that it really turned into a real love interest. Right. So Gabe goes up, because they have one more shot to wrap the movie. It's the martini shot.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. The
0: martini shot. They call it the martini shot. Uh, because you drink martinis when you're done. So that's the, that's the last the the last shot of the day or the movie.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so the movie's wrapped when you get your martini. So they everyone is waiting just to do this martini shop. So he goes up to check on Allison. She is not okay. Mm-hmm. She's still screaming about he fucked her. He fucked her. Yeah, and, and like so clearly, it must have been very confusing for the crew. Like, oh God, is she just like? so deep in method acting that she's right (laughs) yeah but but um so gabe goes in there tries to talk to her she needs to come back down and do this um and then she calls for the camera op Mm -hmm. she needs to talk to him
1: yeah yeah so (laughs)
0: the the makeup artist comes down she wants to see you to the camera op and he's like me why me and then they're just like just go do it dude we need her to yeah. come down here for the yeah. movie. Do it to take one for the whole team. Right. Go up there and see what she Literally. needs. Literally, so he goes up there, and th- would you go as far to call this a rape scene?
1: Well, he certainly didn't want to participate. He did not want to participate. She yeah. was
0: really drunk and pretty much just forced herself on him. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like a, a female on male rape. You don't yeah. see those too often in film, um, but uh, so after that she uh comes down they shoot the last scene um which ends with Allison at the down on the floor holding the leg of Mike who's yep. the actor playing the Gabe character from the first one right and just crying with this emotional climax of um, you know you're supposed to love me it's, yeah. you're supposed to love me not her right. and, it's, and it's all these things that were too real or adjacent to reality and yeah, what it's really like going breaking on point. and yeah. she completely breaks down and then they cut and she's in a ball on mm-hmm. the floor Fetal crying position. and now this is the first time we see Gabe start showing compassion yeah Right. And he comes and he lays on her back. Right and he yeah. holds her. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Shh, it's okay. It's okay.
1: Which gave me the total icky creepies. Like yes. it's like, oh my God, like you've you put this person through so much trauma for this these shots. Mm-hmm. now you're coming to make nice and like it also has a weird little lynchian vibe to it, you know, when People's faces get so uncomfortably close to each other and the domination. So it's like kind of like to me felt very aggressive, you know, and and it was it's hard to watch. I remember hmm. finding that scene a little hard to no, watch. Interesting. And icky. Yeah. yeah, it was
0: definitely icky for me, but in different reasons. I didn't really catch all of that. I didn't feel icky because of that. I felt icky because. Dude, you just played a really fucking. I mean, that that's that's Terrific. your that's your sick significant other. You know yeah, what I mean? Like totally. like like it, um, it, that's you're gonna put her through all. This anguish, like, what a fucking stupid childish mind game, you know, just to extort this performance from her. And I mean, I would
1: never forgive someone for that. It, it,
0: it was really icky, but but not for, like, the closeness reasons that, that, that you had, but for different reasons. Um, and then you can also see, like, okay, like, like I'm going to keep up this act, but then I don't need to anymore. It's over. We yeah, got, we what got we needed, the shot. And then as soon as they cut, cut, and then he immediately just became way more loving, compassionate, yeah. and compassionate, protective. And he took her upstairs and then they uh, he l- explains, laid her down in bed yeah. and then he explained mm-hmm. everything. He's like, it was all just an act. I yes. never right. loved her. I never mm-hmm. fucked her. It's all good. I love you. You were amazing. You mm-hmm. were awesome. And then he holds her until she falls, falls asleep. asleep. Mm-hmm. Very similar to what we saw exactly. in the first part of this film right so she falls asleep uh we get a little cut downstairs where we see the crew mm-hmm. celebrating the martini shot yeah everyone's got martini glasses mm-hmm. hey we just wrapped the film so yeah rap, they're having a the wrap party <coughs> there's that uh that great wild lost highway saxophone music going to the party too
1: right <coughs> yep. Yep. <coughs> mm-hmm. nice. uh, yeah yeah nice
0: yeah it sounded just like that. <laughs> uh, so, Mr. Levine, if you need somebody to score <laughs> your next project, um, we can discuss my day rate. Um, s- then we see Blair um, grab a bottle of champagne out of the cooler, and mm-hmm. then she takes off down to the dock. Yep. Then we go back up into the room, very reminiscent to part one. Yes. Allison is passed out. Gabe. Slides his arm out from under her head not to wake her again. And then he goes down to the dock and he meets up with Blair. And at first, the conversation is where they kind of left off with, of like, wow, great job, like, it was yeah. great, you know, like professional. Right. And then uh she asks, Oh, so did you, did you tell her everything? He goes, Yeah, I, I told her everything. And then Blair says, did you tell her that you didn't love me? Right. And then Gabe just doesn't answer. So. And there's... they just start looking at each other. Yes. So, so the
1: the choke or the schemed manipulation is has its own notes of reality because now I'm like, oh, wait, there is something going on Well,
0: here. I don't feel like there was before. Oh. I don't feel like there was before. I've, I don't know. I don't think uh, it was totally I clear. I, I, I feel like...
1: It did seem very uh, organic.
0: I I feel like there wasn't something before. Mm-hmm. They were like, uh, uh, "Hey, let, let's let's pretend to be having an affair." Yeah, and then they had so much fun with that. It got hot. And and th- having that secret relationship, uh-huh. I know where they where they're both in on something together, mm-hmm. and they're the only two that know about it. It kind of creates like this emotional. Affair, yeah, you know, definitely. and this this bonding, and it's like a secret, and yeah. it's a trick that they're playing on the third party of this triangle, right? So I just can see that's what I gathered from it, and mm. I can see that that's that's all too real. I can yeah. see that 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 dynamic happening, yes, you know. So w- we cut back up to Allison's room, and she stirs and wakes, mm-hmm. and guess
1: who she's looking for? And
0: she's alone in bed, so mm-hmm. she is. On a rampage. Yeah. She goes searching the house that the whole cast and crew are partying in. Yeah. In fact, she even storms into one door and there's two other people fucking in that room. Oh yeah. That's she's right. like not interested, looking for two yeah. other people fucking.
1: Right. <laughs> Funny.
0: So she searches the whole house high and low, and then she marches out to the boathouse. Mm-hmm. And on the way to the boat house, here is a bear Very in good. the woods once again. Yes. She gets to the boathouse and she's in full tears. She looks like she's about to explode with rage. And she looks through the window, and you can see Gabe and Blair getting busy. Yes. And what's going to happen? What is she going to do? Is she going to pick up the Buddha and smash him with the Buddha? What's going to happen? But before anything happens, we hear that bear again, but this time really loud. Yeah. Allison turns around, and right there, by the boathouse, as advertised,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, is the bear. Yes, and it's just standing there. And mm-hmm. that bear might have been the most expensive thing in this movie. Yes, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just to get an animal animal handler and, and and the insurance and to get a bear out there, like yeah. like wow, like I'm like I mean that bear might have gotten paid more than Audrey Plaza. <laughs> anyway, I digress. So this was something really interesting. So she turns and she sees the bear standing right there. Yes. And her face almost calms.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm.
0: It almost calms. I wouldn't say happy. Yeah. Still stained with tears. Yeah. But it calms and she relaxes. And then she just walks towards the bear. Yeah. Yes. And then... it cuts to
1: the final scene it which, cuts, or or it does go back to Allison
0: it, at the dock not yet not it's, yet it is yes i'm sorry it is her at the dock yes. yes and then it cuts back to her at the dock so it's like reset again mhm it reset again foggy dock again the chinese gong boom mm-hmm. the peer pressure music yes <coughs> the red bathing suit she gets up as she did Two times before, mm-hmm. and gets her towel and goes exact back to her room. Same way, mm-hmm. sits down at the little nook by the window. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, the exact same take. It looked like yeah. And she opens up her notebook. She writes something in it. And every other time, she did the, the patented, Aubrey Plaza eye roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where she has her eyes down. And then when they pop up, they're looking out the window.
1: Right, yes.
0: This time, they popped up Mm -hmm. and looked right at the camera. Yeah, right at you. And broke the fourth wall. Yeah. Just with that look. Mm -hmm. wasn't talking to the audience, but looking right at you. Yes. And then we get that white title card again on the notebook paper, what she just wrote, and it just says, Black Bear. It's awesome. It's great. And that's the film. The end. And one little other extra thing after that. He dedicated the movie oh, yeah. to his wife, mm-hmm. Sophia, Sophia Takal. Ta- ta- Takal. And Sophia ta- call. she is also a filmmaker. Um, let's talk a little bit about what do you think, um, before I get into her, yeah. w- w- what is your summation of so this So here film? we go.
1: Such an exciting film. I adored it. Um, I adore it even more now, talking about it. Um, i think that it is about the creative process i think that these cues and these resets we have are what creative people go through in different stages of creation whatever whatever your craft may be but for me that's why I don't think that I found, you know, the doc to be a platform for meditation. I found the doc to be a platform for creation. Mm -hmm. So it's her sitting and thinking about what is coming next. Was that good? Mm, Scratch that. Let's do it this way. Mm, Was that good? Scratch that. I don't know. But to me, all of the resets and the switching of people is kind of, Because the movie ends with Black Bear, which would be the beginning. So for me, I saw this movie as the creative process and coming back at it, refining it, coming back at Mm it, twisting it, changing it. Which one is better? Oh, I liked the beginning better, or like "Mm, I liked things in the second part better. So for me, that's really what it was that's what I felt it was about Mm -hmm. It was about her creative process. And then sort of like, I don't think I need any weight in figuring out what's real and what's not real. What's the movie. The whole thing is the movie, the end guys, like that's it. So I, I think that it is about the creative process Mm -hmm. for me.
0: Yeah. That's, that's pretty much exactly my take Mm. um, is these were different drafts of her writing. Yeah. Um, in fact, it was her sitting, writing in the notebook. She was the one writing Literally. The, the, the title cards. Part mm-hmm. one, the bear in the road. Part two, the bear at the beach house, or by the beach house. Mm-hmm. And then part three was black bear. Um, and, and exactly what you just said, these are different drafts. Um, now, the black bear itself, mm. maybe writer's block?
1: I thought it was a signal of... Something's coming mm-hmm. like the black bear because like, you know when you're creating something or if you're doing an awesome drawing or making a song or something mm-hmm. That's for me the black bear is the moment when you're like oh, Like you're gonna get that bang you're gonna get that ca- you know car mm-hmm. crash You're gonna get that thing where when it comes out. You're like, oh shit. This is hot
0: but w- but when but when you see the bear both times the only two times you see the bear the story stops. Well, the narrative when you stops. see the bear. So 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 that's where I, I thought that it was kind of a roadblock.
1: Mhm.
0: The the bear was a roadblock. Thus I like that. thus like writer's block. I, and, I, and and that's when the stories would stop. Also um and again I might just be reading way too much into this but I want a little Goldilocks with this oh um, and, and this one is and, too and, hot uh, to, to go yeah and then Black Bear was just right
1: but so, and we so, don't get to see Black Bear. so
0: well we just saw Black Bear
1: well we did just see Black Bear but it's part I of mean, the it's, fun
0: it's just super meta it it's turns just, around it's just, on it's itself just, we just saw Black Bear but yeah. part one was too hot part two was too cold ah uh, part love three that. was just right. And that was the two together. And then also it was just so different. Like part one was was that very intense melodrama with an uneasiness of a thriller in it. Mm-hmm. Um, part two was so silly at points yeah. that it turned me off the first time I saw it yeah. and I didn't quite get it. Um, ultimately what I think this is, this movie... And it, it, it's, it's meta beyond what we saw on the screen. There's a lot so, so, more to it. So yeah. the, the filmmaker, uh, uh, Lawrence Michael Levine, how this movie came about is his friends have a cabin in the woods. Oh, my God. We and, didn't and, talk and, about and, how beautiful run, run the run cabin a, is. They run a and b and they invited him to come out there um, to maybe use it for a movie or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he went out there to get inspired and write just like the Allison character. Totally, And um, that was the cabin where they shot. Yeah. Um, also, his wife that he dedicated the movie to, Sophia yes. Tuckall, um, I've never seen her work either, but I'm really interested. Um, and uh, she had a film called Green mm. um, That stars Levine because he's also An actor like Allison <laughs> um, He stars In the film along with two Other people and it deals with a Love triangle awesome Um So This thing is so Meta like 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 where It even blurs the Lines from like his real Life mm-hmm. to the characters that we're Seeing ultimately I think it is about the the creation process, mm-hmm. yes, and these are drafts that that Allison is writing, and that's it, just to get it right. She's uh, you know finessing the story into the the Goldilocks zone, um, and also I feel like Levine did this as almost a workshop exercise yeah, where you really get to play in drama Mm -hmm. and you really get to play in comedy. Mm -hmm. And I saw an interview with him where he was doing something with Audrey Plaza. I don't remember exactly. I don't remember what it was. They were but they were working on something together. It wasn't like his project, or maybe they were at a workshop or, or whatever. But he said that he saw a side of her that he's never seen in her work prior.
1: Mm, interesting. And
0: he was inspired by it and he was like, Hey, I want to do um um I don't know if they were doing a workshop or but he saw her perform. He's like, I've never seen that side of your craft. I want to let's do something where we can bring that out. Oh cool. And, and um I it was collaborative to at least the extent to where Aubrey Plaza was a, a producer on this film too, and I'm sure you're going to get if you get Ar- Aubrey Plaza in your movie, your distribution and your financing is going to help out a lot when Definitely. you have her on the poster. Oh yeah. Um. So, so it it, it almost seemed like it just a really cool exercise. And, Like what a cool thing for all of these actors. Like, oh I'm yeah. I'm sure, um, especially when you have a actor writer we, director yeah. like Levine, he knows what actors love. Yeah. He knows where they love to play. <laughs> yeah. And he wrote that script for them to do that. How fun. And gave them the, f- yeah, how fun for an actor to, for the first hour of the film, you play this character like this. And then the second half, you play a, to- a totally different character because we had this and Drive-esque role reversal with the same actors. I loved that. So, it. I mean, by the end of the day, to me, it just looked like, a f- like Levine was just having a, Fun, creative, um, um, l- almost like a workshop, yeah. Like, l- like, um, and it did this. Came out with a beautiful piece of art, totally. And it was about the process of kind of making, literally that one, yeah. But it was almost like exercises.
1: I love that. Uh, That's cool.
0: And and yeah, it was so meta, but not like in your face, forceful meta, but like, <laughs> but even like from his real life, like yeah. he really. Was Allison, yeah. <laughs> you know, to a totally. certain degree, totally. Um, so yeah, it was a really cool movie. Um, you know, I, I, I'm not sure if I mentioned it in this podcast, but at first, I was really turned off by that second half because I was so in love with the first half. But upon you know, being with it, thinking about it, I really love this movie, and I think the, the second half. In the first half, have a symbiotic relationship. They work well together. I do think so. What a unique film, and I can't wait to see more from this guy.
1: Yeah, yeah. It turned out to be just right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Well, thank you for that, babe.
0: Do you have anything else you want to touch on with Black Bear?
1: I think, I think we got it. I think we got it. How about you? Any any final things we, we may have missed? And you out there in listener land, please comment and and give us your thoughts on it. It's it was kind of a big it's a big film to sort of take on critically. So we'd love to hear what you have. Absolutely. to Absolutely.
0: And, and we always like to keep discussions going on our Instagram page if you want to join in on that. Um, as always, uh, however you found this podcast and how you listen to podcasts, Please follow us, uh, like, subscribe. It really helps us out. It helps us find new listeners with the algorithm when you do those things. Um, Share with anybody you think would enjoy this. And again, we want to hear from you on Instagram. Yeah,
1: and if you have recommendations for us, Mm -hmm. we want it.
0: Absolutely. We send
1: that our way.
0: Absolutely. So that was Black Bear, babe. Yeah. All right. Loved it. Well, thank you for listening to the Red Shadow Picture Show, and we will be back next week with another film and discussion. Thanks. Have a good week.